Welcome back to Podcrastination with me, Lizzie, and my friend and fellow host, Andy. Each week, we take a dive into the world of procrastination and productivity to challenge our own beliefs and behaviours in an attempt to stop putting off achieving our goals. If you enjoy our podcast, we'd love it if you could hit subscribe, give us a five-star rating, and leave us a review. We also welcome our listeners to get in touch. You can drop us a message on Instagram, at podcrastinationpod, on Twitter, at podcastpod, or email us, contactpodcrastination at gmail.com. In this episode, we chat about the lockdown boredom, which has well and truly set in, and what's giving us comfort on these cold winter nights. Enjoy. Hello, Lizzie. Hello, Andy. How are you? Uh, I'm all right, I think. It's podcast day, so, uh, you know, we've made it another week. How about yourself? We have. I'm not too convinced by you there, though. Uh, are you sure you're okay? Um, yeah, I mean, I can I can hide behind a mic here, can't I? It's um, it's very easy to do that. Yeah, I, uh, I I am. It's been definitely a difficult week, the most challenging week so far. I'm not going to start too negative, but it's definitely been a week that I've maybe finally felt it. I don't know. Lockdown 3.0 is is hitting everyone hard, and I I'm thought I'd ride that wave above it maybe but no I think I'm very fully in the mix. I completely agree with you the boredom has really set in now and I've got lots of things that I've been doing over the last few weeks to keep me entertained when I've been feeling a bit bored but even those are not satisfying me now and I went for a a little walk on Sunday night well, sun- Sunday afternoon, the sun started to go down and I was walking through a field and I had no idea where I was and I had no idea where I was going. There was snow all around, which was beautiful. It was, you know, it was really dramatic. It was really, really nice. But as the sun was coming down and there was, I was like literally in the middle of nowhere. I was like, there is a, there's a chance here that if I don't find where I'm going soon, I'm going to get stranded in this field. No one knows where I am and I could potentially get hypothermia. And I've got to tell you that I had got such a rush from the danger and, you know, the drama of it all. And I just thought to myself, oh my God, is this how I have to get my kicks these days? Wow. Um, I mean, firstly, there's that, is it free little words app or whatever it is where every every meter squared or something has free words. So you can, if in doubt, there's an SOS call out there. But that is quite the extreme to go to just to break the, the mundane day-to-day nature. It really made me realise how much I'm missing spontaneity and just a bit of an adrenaline dump, really. Wow. So are we going to find you jumping out of trees or base jumping? You know, what? what's next? What's this Sunday? Dodging cars, playing chicken, who knows? <laughs> no, I will not be doing that. I will not. As um, I was going across this field, the, the sun was disappearing and it looked like I was still a long way away from civilization. My heart rate was was going and I just yeah I just was like oh this is the feeling that I've been missing like this is exciting and yeah it's just trying to find things in the mundane that can give you a bit of spice to your weekend I think. 
Um, you know, there's there's paprika and stuff for that. It, I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist some sort of dad joke there. But no, you're, you're painting quite the picture across this icy tundra. You know, there's there's definitely a novel in there somewhere. Like, do you know what? It was really, it was so beautiful and it was so quiet. And there's something about the air when it's been snowing. I think because it's so still and there was no wind. The sun was coming down on one side and sort of on the horizon in the distance, there was this warm orange glow from the the town in front. It was my North Star. It was where I was heading towards. I was like, just go towards civilization. But that kind of glow and then the moon, it was a really, really bright moon as well. And that was dancing on the top of the snow, shimmering. It was beautiful. And I did feel like I was in some sort of Victorian novel or something. Love this. I I mean, I'd buy this novel. This sounds fantastic. You're, you're selling it to me. Usually at the end of that glowing town, that sort of walk ends in a lovely pub visit. And I think that's the only thing missing from this story. Yeah, you are completely right. It would have been so good to walk into a country pub with a fire going in the corner, the curl mm-hmm. up defrost and have a nice cold pint. Again, I'm bu- I'm buying into this novel. You know, we're writing it as we go. It's going to be part of your weekly tasks, you know, to, to go on adventures and a chapter is born. Yeah, were well, you talking about digging over old blogs? I did something similar this week and I used to have my blog on one platform, but I used to have to pay for it. And I was like, why am I, you know, it's just silly really paying for it. So I wanted to migrate it over to a different platform where it was free because then I could publish it again and hopefully it would inspire me to start writing again. So I was reading over some of my old posts and it's a great way of remembering periods of time because the last thing that I wrote was in the summer and it was in lockdown and I was missing holidays and traveling. But I was reflecting back on a trip that I'd done back in 2019 what I'd written was all about how, despite not being able to actually physically go anywhere um, and go abroad, that you can go back into your memories and go back over old photos and relive that. And there was one trip in particular that I was reflecting on. And it was a trip that I went on with a friend. And so you can then have a conversation with that friend and relive those moments that you shared together. Of course, it's not the same as actually going and lying on a beach or exploring a new city, but you can still, you know, reflect on those moments and the good times that you have had that weren't that long ago. And it gives us hope that we can get back out there again soon, I think. So, yeah, I really sort of acknowledge that writing these things down and keeping a log of it, it's almost a bit like keeping a journal. You can remind yourself. And so I think when I do have these days in lockdown where something good happens or I have a moment that feels great, so like having an adrenaline rush whilst being lost in a snowy field, that I should document that and I should try and bring that to life. It's a way to have a bit of a creative outlet and hopefully stem away some of this boredom that I've been complaining about. Because if I'm bored, it's because I've got nothing to do. And we always go on about how we never have enough time to do anything or we're always getting distracted by stuff. Well, surely now more than ever, I should have the time to be able to tick some of these things off. I couldn't agree more. And yet I am still finding ways to put things off. But I feel that it's definitely there. We've got 
we've got more time in in many ways yet more time less plans you know the world is feels less busy in some ways but there's um there's definitely a an air of lockdown 3.0 being the hardest one yet and there's elements of truth to it with the the first one being all new with the the spring the summer that sort of ability for the longer nights and everything felt a bit easier the second one in the UK obviously was just leading up to christmas and you know we're all in that that winter bubble so we definitely need to find the the positives out of these situations and i've needed that this week i've read back over some old stuff as well and completely agree it is a little time capsule this is how quickly Things can change in the tech world because I was reading a post I did about my love of all things music. There was a sentence that I read where I put something like, my iPod is an eclectic taste of whatever. And I suddenly thought, how how very, and this was only 2015, but already... Do people still use iPods? Yeah, redundant now, aren't they really? Feels weird to say that still. Well, I was uh, I was digging around in the back of a cupboard not so long back, and I found my iPod, which I think was the iPod Two. I bought it with some money that I got for my 18th birthday, so I think that must have been around about. I mean, oh, my maths is terrible, but it must have been about what 2004. Is that right? Yeah, it sounds about right. I think we, um, you know, I've I've still got a, a mini disc player and and you know a walk, Sony Walkman. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, I was I was one of the uh, one thousand people that owned a mini disc player. No, I did as well. Don't I'm yeah. I just remembering mini discs. I'm just laughing at that. Um, no, I, I had one as well. I worked in Curry's, the electrical retailer. So I, with my staff discount, I used to buy absolutely every bit of tech I could get my hands on. You know, these things do disappear very quickly, but there is there is that wonderful nostalgia with things like that, that I find a little bit of comfort in. And there is nothing wrong with that whatsoever. But we, I don't know, there, there's some wonderful memories and, and playlists can do that to you. And I lost actually... I lost my old iPod, the one that I had from sort of uni days that had some amazing playlists on there and the ones I'd made on the actual device itself. It it felt like a piece of me died with it when I lost it because I couldn't get that exact moment back because they remind me of walking to and from uh, the uni building to halls to meet people, you know, and there's, there's moments that capture like that. That one sentence in a blog post that I that I read just sort of took me back through all of that and, and took me on a nostalgic memory lane. Yeah, I think music is so powerful for that, isn't it? I think the, there are certain songs that I have that I put on, they instantly transport me back to that time, the way the, I felt, what time of year it was, what I was doing, how I felt. And there are certain periods of time where music resonates with me more than others. So there are some years where, you know, obviously I'm listening to music and I'm enjoying it, but it doesn't quite connect in the same way. Whereas there might have been a summer where you did all these amazing things with your friends or a period of time at university or these, you know, marker points. And when those songs come on, that's it. You're just right back in the moment. I couldn't agree more. You know, this this post about music that I did just 
really I, I reread it and I just thought I still feel that way now and, and you're exactly right I've I found comfort this week in songs that I probably haven't listened to for a while you know there's so much there's some great new music out there's all I'm, I'm not someone that wants to be stuck in a certain genre a certain era or, but you happily find certain niches that you like or certain things that take you back and there's just songs that I've just gone for this week because I needed that little bit of extra comfort I guess or familiarity so what have you been listening to Justin Timberlake he's been there I mean he's never been away but no there's been some like some old Michael Jackson obviously old Michael Jackson he hasn't released a lot anyway I can't put that joke in can I that's not really uh, (laughs) that's not gonna make it um no so I thought we weren't allowed to listen to Michael Jackson anymore uh no that's that's R. Kelly he's very much moved along the Michael Jackson train but but that's why I think that's why I think you know part of these stigmas and stuff like that I haven't listened to it for a long time but I'm not afraid to say that Michael Jackson was one of my early influences in music where you know my brother used to record stuff onto a cassette and give it to me and and that would be it you know the bad album the thriller album on cassette and I can tell you where I was in my house the first time I listened to it or every other time I listened to it. You won't be alone in that feeling, you know, he influenced so many people and he was massive. I think his music is going to resonate with a lot of people and it is going to transport a lot of people back and evoke those nostalgic feelings. Just to bring it, well, ever so slightly more forward, probably not, it's probably about 10 years or more now. There's a Jason Mraz song, Geek in the Pink. You may not know it. I fully recommend it if you just want to just funk out a little bit or just feel it a little. It's it's earlier Jason Mraz. It's got some great stuff, but that's one I recommend. This isn't a recommendation podcast, you know, that we can, I love it, but <laughs> I'm no NME. My iPod uh, circa t- 2004 no longer works, so I've no idea what is on there, but I do still own all of my CDs and I was prolific at buying CDs at one point when I was working full time at Curry's, but still still living with my parents. I had to pay a little bit of rent, but it was nothing really in the grand scheme of things. So I just had loads of disposable income. I was probably the richest I've ever been at that point in my life. (laughs) And I would just go and spend hours and hours and hours trawling through HMV. I would buy, I'd never buy just one. I would get three or four every time I went in. And I still own all of my CDs. I've got hundreds of them. Um, They take up far too much room in my tiny flat. They are very annoying. But Every now and again, I still, because I still have a proper CD player as well, like a big hi-fi thing, which again takes up too much room in my tiny flat. But it's nice to just flick through and go to the back of the cupboard and dig something out that I'd forgotten about and haven't listened to for ages. My music taste has changed a little bit. I mean, I still like all sorts of stuff, so I never write anything off, but there is some kind of heavier, rocky, emo-y stuff in there. Um, Mm -hmm. But again, I still love it because it takes me right back. But there are certain things like Blink-182. I think the album was called Blink-182. Okay, not Edinburgh of the State or... No, no, a bit later. But again, it was around about 2000, must have been about 2004 when that came out. It just takes me right back to college. Yeah, there's just so many that do that. And I love putting them on because I just love those feelings. Me and my brother, we were into the similar kind of music. And every now and again, he'll just send me a message or like a little clip of a song and he's like oh my god do you remember this and we'll just go on a little like nostalgia train for half an hour I do love that 
Yeah, really love that. I think music is something that you and I are both passionate about. You know, we could talk for hours about it, but it takes you back and you instantly then brought up a memory of, and I'm going, I'm going back to tapes again. So, you know, the Sony Walkman, I was going on my one and only trip with school, like a ski trip adventure but my school didn't want to you know do the whole flying thing so it was a coach journey to Italy 28 hours yeah 28 hours there and 28 hours back on a coach uh I had prepped for this shall we say and I had taken my favorite cds and I'd put them onto uh tapes I'd take them down gets to the morning it's 4 a.m I'd forgotten to put them in my bag and I only realized this as I got to the coach at the school and a friend saved the day that's right a friend who wasn't coming with me happened to have his walkman on him as he, to wave us off and he gave me the limp biscuit chocolate starfish album and that's all what i had a legend what a legend so 28 hours of listening to limp biscuit on repeat whilst you try and get some sleep in a coach well that was the other so now we've got spotify and you can listen to whatever you want whenever you want all the music that's pretty much ever existed in the world is at your fingertips but back then you had to pick a couple to take with you and that was all you listened to or you could only buy a few albums here and there and so you listen to those albums over and over and over. And I remember being on holiday with my family when I was 16 and I was such a moody, stroppy teenager. And I sat with my headphones in for pretty much the entirety of this holiday, not talking to my family. And it was um, the Pink, I think it's the Misunderstood album. And album. some pretty moody tracks on there as well. And I just remember that so much from that holiday are we talking like just like a pill that sort of era yes yeah right I'm, I'm with you I'm with you I think it's um it's something that will take you back any at any point and like you say with Spotify you can put something on shuffle or you can put a playlist on whatever it is and you can go through you could be like 10 songs into that and by surprise a single song can come up and just take you right back to a place so I've needed that this week definitely needed that just shall I tell you what, what else so when I was walking I was listening to an album and it was a new album that had come out but I listened to it from start to finish in the order it was intended and listening to a whole album and I think that listening to whole an album is a bit of a lost art and these artists are putting this out this is their craft and they've created it like that and I think they are owed the respect of being listened to in their entirety and I've been doing a lot of that this week as well old albums new albums just stuff I've heard is great and and actually because I've got loads and loads of playlists and I've got playlists for different moods and plays of my favorite songs and it is great to kind of listen to that variety and stuff but I think especially when you're going out for a bit of a walk and you know you've got a period of time where you can fully focus on something it's been really really nice to stand and listen to a full album from start to finish I could not agree more because it is it is absolutely their craft and even recently you know you you encouraged me to take in Taylor Swift's recent two albums and I actually actively made sure that I listened to them in the order you know in in full album mode and enjoyed it all the more for it and there's some songs then that you pick off that that you might then listen to more or, or might throw into a certain mood playlist of of sorts 
and knowing then that you've you've listened to it, and I think it's partially why, and I'm going to mention him again, but it's partially why I'm a big fan of Justin Timberlake, and and everyone will now know just how much because you know you listen to his albums, and there's interludes in there, there's little songs that run into other bits, and if you take those individually, they're great songs, but sometimes if you go start to finish, it, it's how it's meant to be heard. And there is nothing better than that. I think in just the time that we've been talking tonight, my mindset has been completely flipped around. So I've gone from thinking that I've not really done much this week. Nothing bad's happened, but nothing great's happened either. And being in a bit of a funk and being a bit bored to actually realising that I've had some really joyful moments and you know I know they're really simple small things at the moment but we've got to take it where we can at this time and enjoying music and enjoying those simple pleasures is what's going to get us through this absolutely I started off my week with that sense of accomplishment so I actually did something to the house that we've been in for 18 months that I've only done on one wall so far and that is I actually painted a room I painted a bathroom and I made sure that I put everything into it. I was I was really delighted with how it's sort of come out and it was meticulous. And that sense of accomplishment was like a real buzz and high over the weekend. I was listening to music whilst doing it. You know, I, I sort of shut myself away and, and it was really cathartic to sort of start that uh, process. I can fully understand why everyone in lockdown one went DIY crazy because, uh, Obviously, it, it feels like you're achieving something. And like you say, you, you've got to pick those little wins. And that's the high that I kind of got from it. I'm just like two lockdowns late, but, you know, I've started. Yeah, well, we've talked about this before, haven't we? Like ticking things off and feeling that accomplishment. So I completely get that. I've been thinking this week that I've been maybe a bit harsh on you. You know, we always grill into you and whether you've tick things off your list and I'm like maybe I'm I haven't got enough on my list and I could be more productive if I just thought about things that I wanted to do and I don't think I've set myself enough goals or challenging enough goals and that's why I have been feeling a bit bored and stuck for things to do or running out of things to do so I think we need to go and go I need to go away and come up with some new things I've no idea what these are going to be I don't I don't you know and I think it's so hard to be creative at the moment isn't it you know I, I keep saying oh we've got all this time to do all of this stuff because we've not got other distractions but this is not normal times either it's kind of really distracting I don't know I'm making excuses aren't I but I don't I just feel like I'm not being productive but I don't know what I want to do either I feel like we're just on a bit of a on a hamster wheel going around in circles I need it goes back to just needing that bit of excitement I think so you know what what can I do what can I uh, challenge myself to to try and bring a bit of excitement into my weeks so I think you've you've got the idea though so you are coming to the end of January very quickly then so you've you've been doing run every day and are you still on track I am still on track and that's it you know I it, it is a it is a challenge and it has been hard but it's just one thing and now it's such a routine like I go out every day sometimes and this week especially the last week they've been very very short runs they had been token efforts I'm not gonna lie and there right. was one day this week where it was absolutely pouring it down with rain it was dark it was cold and 
I'd been in a mood all day. I hadn't slept that very well the night before and I really didn't want to go, but I did. I dragged myself out. So yes, I am still on track, but I feel like I put everything into that being my goal and that's going to be the thing that I try and achieve. But re- the reality of it is it's maybe 20 minutes, half an hour of my day. Yes, I'm working and all the rest of it. But when that finishes, I'm just a little bit like, now what? I need something to get excited about when I finish work. As much as, yeah, I just, as you can tell, there's a bit of frustration here. I don't, I don't know how to make lockdown three a little bit more interesting. I think everyone's searching for that answer, but it it's something that can come to you. You know, you don't have to create that ideal goal straight away obviously if if run every day in january is coming to an end you're going to want something for february and you'll carry certain parts of that with you but you should feel the accomplishment that that comes with achieving something that you wanted to do you know there there are certain things like you say that you can tick off even small things but that's quite a big deal you know to to be able even small runs every day at least you're regimented enough you know you're you're finding that time you're carving it out um, in the same way that I've managed to just about carve out a chapter a, a day at the least in in reading terms. You know, that's something I made a conscious effort for this week to carve that little bit of extra time for. It felt good in a way, but I've needed more. I've needed that comfort from elsewhere. And, and part of that has been, you said you touched on it last week about Taskmaster and, and your love for Taskmaster. Yeah. Right. So I, I am the same. And I get to the end of the day and I get quite frustrated with myself because we we talk about all this extra time or we talk about the things that we're putting off. But without fail, every single day, I find time to re-watch things I've seen before. And Taskmaster is very much one of those, you know, towards the end of the day, when just before bed, it's usually on. You, you just find yourself enjoying part of that. It's the same with friends. I mean this podcast could be entirely about friends episodes to be honest with you the amount of love that we have for it and i've written again another full blog post uh you know waxing lyrical about my love for the tv show friends but um i'll still find time putting something on that you've already watched before and you're really familiar with it doesn't take much brain power you can sort of switch off a little bit to it so it can be on in the background and it can offer you a bit of stimulation a bit of comfort as well again it's that nostalgia thing that we were talking about but i think that you don't have to fully pay attention because you know what's coming and our brains are trying to process so much at the moment we're working from home that's quite intense there are lots of other challenges that go along with that whether it be you know not not for me not doing homeschooling and things like that but other people have got that kind of stuff going on or you've got the dog around you you're working alongside family members and you're all like cooped up it's quite an intense experience plus we're living through a pandemic it's very unsettling very anxiety inducing that's using so much mental power and I think when you finish work for the day you don't then necessarily want to be sitting through a brand new challenging documentary you want to put that episode of friends on that you know every single word to because if you zone out it doesn't matter Uh, completely absolutely it's it's just there isn't it it's ingrained within you and I was thinking about it and and I had a little you know a little google as to to why and you know there's a couple of things that come up but there was a guy 
psychologist called Neil Burton that I've I found a little piece that he wrote on, and it's it's quite apt because he basically says that our every day is humdrum, often even absurd. Nostalgia can lend us much needed context, perspective, and direction, reminding us and reassuring us that our life is not as banal as it may seem. It also tells us that there have been and once again will be meaningful moments and experiences. I think that's a really interesting way to frame it because I can sometimes be a little bit a little bit negative towards nostalgia as much as it's really nice to go and relive some of those moments. I think there's a danger of living in the past and thinking that everything that's gone before was better. Yeah. That things aren't as good now as they were then, which I don't think is the case. I think that perspective, it's about being able to look back and go, if you're feeling mundane now, well, actually, those days weren't any different, but there will always be things that you can pick out for them. So it's like trying to live in the moment now and realise that you're making the memories and the nostalgia of your, for yourself in a few years' time. Yeah, uh, it's definitely something that can be looked on through rose-tinted you know, glasses. You can absolutely do that, but I agree. When you rewatching a show, I find time to do it uh, with friends all the time, and it's just on, and it has been for years, and it takes me back to so many times in my life. But it is just, and it it just brings a little, a little spark, a little sense of joy. And sometimes you, like you say, you just need that. You you need that switch off. It's the same with music and that little thing where you just throw some music on while you're dancing around the kitchen, as, as I'm sure I'm not alone in doing uh, while you're cooking and. The the rewatching the the bringing something back nostalgia can help in times like this and I agree you don't want to live in that time and you you need to focus on what's happening now but if it helps you get through the day I feel you can you, you, it can happen without you even realizing and I think that's what's happened with me but I've I've certainly been seeking that extra little bit of nostalgic comfort this week I think with TV as well it's it's a little bit different I think as long as we don't hold on to the in inverted commas better times no and not take enjoyment in the here and now I think that's fine but you know I'm just as guilty there are so many things there are so many new brilliant things on tv and recommendations coming in all the time from people you've got to check out this you've got to check out that I now have subscriptions to pretty much everything under the sun (laughs) it's far too much tv to even know where to start to consume that kind of decision making is not I just don't have capacity for it at the moment. And so I am exactly the same. I go back to rewatching friends. I rewatch scrubs. You know, it's always oh. those old favourites. Yeah, I I sit there as I'm watching and I could be on a binge like, oh, I'm three hours into rewatching friends episodes. You can get through quite a lot in three hours because they're only short, aren't they? And and then I'll be like, oh, I've just not had time to watch The Serpent or whatever it is that everyone's talking about this week. Yeah, I, I haven't watched that either yet, but there, there are, you know, there's some great recommendations coming in thick and fast. And I agree, you know, we've got time to keep on top of that, but there is so much and you can get overwhelmed actually because everyone can actually say, oh, have you not seen this? Have you seen this? And at the best of times, it's hard to keep up. But like you say, I mean, I've got a Disney Plus subscription that's sat there just because it's there. And occasionally I'll dip in because there's something new or there's something in there that I want to go back to that nowhere else has. Shout out to Sister Act. I've never seen Sister Act. 
I'm sorry. What? Right, we're ending the podcast. Uh, that's it. I'm I'm afraid, folks. Uh, you've never seen it. One or two? No. no. Okay. You're going to learn this about me, Andy. I haven't seen anything. All these classics that I'm supposed to have consumed, I I haven't seen anything. It's a, a running joke. I'm trying. I'm working my way through. I'm trying to catch up. You've you've got a list of stuff that you have watched and that you are happy to go back to. But you're saying that there could be scope for some homework in there, maybe? If my homework is to just watch TV and films, then yes, let's bring it on. Fine. Okay. That's that's part of it. Um, and I, I Do you know what, though? I, I will tell you, I have watched something new this week. It started last... Well, it was all released last Friday. It's a Sin on Channel 4. It's on... 4OD or whatever their on-demand platform is, um, starring Ollie Alexander from Years and Years. And yeah. it is incredible. I've got one episode left to watch. And I watched an episode just before we started recording and then had to compose myself because I was in floods of tears, like ugly, crying, proper sobs. It's such a powerful piece of television and a really important piece of history that's being told. It's heartbreaking. And it makes me so angry that in our lifetime, gay people were subjected to such prejudice. And yeah, I just think everybody needs to go and watch that. It's just absolute brilliant TV and it's going to win every award under the sun. And rightly so. I mean, I've told you it's on my uh, planner. It's there to be watched. But your your glowing recommendation has definitely bumped it up higher. So consider it part of my homework for the week. I think it's nice. It's good to get infused about something brand new as well and learn stuff from it and that's that's something that you you can say that you've learned from this week as well you know there are bits even if it's watching something new but enjoying it learning from it take that as an accomplishment I've been reading a bit this week about fault and responsibility and quite often people think they're the same thing but they're not at all and I think there's a bit of a trend with our generation, um, general sweeping statement there, but to want to blame somebody all the time. We want everything to be somebody else's fault. Nothing is ever our fault and that might be the case that something is someone else's fault but we are still responsible. And that's not about being guilty because, you know, we might not have done something wrong, but we do have a responsibility to the way that we respond to that. So it is not our fault that there is a global pandemic, but we can complain and moan and want to blame the government, whoever, but we're in this situation now and we do have a responsibility to ourselves in the way that we deal with it. I've just been thinking a lot about that this week. If you take responsibility, it's taking some of the power back from that situation as well. So all these external factors, and it's, it is easier said than done, but I'm trying to make the best of every single day and find positive moments in every single day. It's a way of survival. Like We don't know how long this lockdown is going to last. And that's quite terrifying. So we need to take back some of that control. It's definitely hard to get overwhelmed by that lack of control for you. I saw something, I think I've seen it before many times, there's a a speech by an admiral who basically starts with the first thing you can do in the morning to feel a sense of accomplishment is to make your bed. I do, I'm presuming you do as well, but it is a tick. Always. Always, exactly. I never really thought about that as a a tick. Naturally, it was 
down a TikTok black hole. You know, I was I was way down into this quotes world, which you've got me in. But I, uh, yeah, I was watching it, and he basically said, "No matter what your day's been like, when you get back, your bed is made, and then you you get a sense that actually you accomplished something that day, and tomorrow is a fresh start." So I think it's a, a great way to look at it. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand these people who can get into an unmade bed. Nor me. Just no. Yeah. No. Even even in lockdown. No, I always make it. I love how it makes the room feel nice and tidy. But anyway, that's just my leading everything to be neat. <laughs> Um, So I I do have a quote. It's quite a long one, but uh, Will Smith famously posted something on his Instagram story about this. And that's not where I um, heard about it. I was actually listening to another podcast and it made me, it just, you know, sparked a bit of interest in my mind. So I went and did some digging online and I came across um, something that Will Smith had said. So it's quite a long one. So bear with me. Fault and responsibility do not go together. It sucks. When something is somebody's fault, we want them to suffer. We want them to be punished. We want them to pay. We want it to be their responsibility to fix it. But that's not how it works. Wow. That's powerful it's it sounds angry but it also sounds true and and just and well i think there is a lot of anger in there because you know when something happens and or somebody does something it's someone else's fault and that causes us anguish we we do we can make you feel really angry at them but if you take them out of the equation and you go right that's happened you can't control that it's done what you can control is how you then respond to it it's your responsibility to look after yourself in the aftermath of whatever that is and so for us right now it's how we take responsibility for living in the pandemic day by day that is a day by day responsibility and however you break that down it comes back to your quotes of turning it into actions and achieving those goals through that and if that's a level of responsibility achieved then superb I think we're all in this together and we will continue to be I think it would just bring a little bit of peace to everybody as well like you know if somebody if you're driving to your essential shop because that's Mm -hmm. all we can do at the moment and someone cuts you up and you slam on the brakes it causes you a bit of stress and anxiety you want to scream and shout at that person it might put you in a a, a bad mood that some people will seethe over that all day long but when you kind of realize well that is done now and yes you want that person to suffer you want them to pay but really there's nothing that can be done now you just need to forget about it and when you take responsibility for that rather than saying that it's someone else's fault that you're in a bad mood it's like well no something happened yes it put you in a bad mood but they can't keep you in that bad mood only you can get yourself out of it I've needed to hear that this week it's true I've felt that like you say that funk that that grumpiness almost which we all know I can get into but um, no I felt that as as an overwhelming feeling this week and you are the master of that you know you can bring yourself out of it if you really try and choose to or you can let yourself wallow in it and it's been a bit harder this week to encourage myself out of it at times so definitely good to to get that reminder shall we say yeah it's easier said than done and you know your emotions are valid and so they won't just disappear because you've decided to take responsibility for them you will still feel things but I think when you start looking at yourself rather than pushing it all on someone else you can take the steps to move on one of the things that I'm going to take responsibility for this week 
is my own haircut. That is something else that I'm bringing through now. I've purchased some clippers. This may be that I am angry at myself for weeks to come. So I've only really got myself to blame and be responsible for if, yeah, if, if I can't be seen for weeks because I'm angry at myself for the way my haircut's gone. Be warned. Oh, so you, you've not done it yet. You're going to do it. No, it's about, it's going to happen. I've, I've been taking little steps and baby steps up until uh, this point and now the clippers have arrived. This is the week for it. So last week it was some DIY. This week it's hair clippers time. Wish me luck. Good luck. I think you need to document this happening. Absolutely. It will be evidenced in some respect but the aftermath may be for your eyes only not so much the podcast (laughs) good luck thank you well on that note andy i think i will leave you to go and become edward scissorhands well yeah thank you i will uh try and do the same sort of job he does on the garden topiary so uh Uh, and and i might actually go and watch edward scissorhands because i've never seen that film either you're making a reference you've never seen right that's it your homework's set we're done i will see you next tuesday lizzie i will see you next tuesday andy bye, bye. <laughs>